Dude, I might have this list in different notes. Because, like, when you in the Halloween one, where you're like, whatever about Fred or Frank or whatever. Yeah. You can, like, you barely hear it. So there's, like, mm. other mics that pick up higher high frequency. Pitch. Yeah. We're kind of poor, so. Yeah. One we day. should do this for fun. Um, you watched Young Frankenstein. I did first time. It's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh my God, one of the best comedies I've seen. It's a plus. It's, it's a, it plus. a plus. I understand why it got a perfect score. Yeah, yeah. Me personally, I get why it's black and white. Yeah, but I I would prefer you prefer not. color. Yeah, yeah. But that's just personal preference. But yeah. it's good. That's <laughs> really when good. when people said Barbie was like intentionally bad to be funny that's like the movie that i had in mind and so i was really disappointed when i did see barbie and it wasn't that yeah that's kind of what factored into it being so bad for me yeah dude i will also say so loki is done loki is finished really so i have barely started finish it okay okay i'll finish it and we can talk about i have a full week off of school next week so we'll we'll do it soon yeah because James texted in our group chat because that's his favorite Marvel character. Okay. Yeah. And he he's, said, he's a fan of the mass murder. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You say it like that. Okay. Um, he was like, I think it was either episode two or three of season two. He mm-hmm. was like, dude, they're really getting into Loki's powers, like how strong okay. he actually is. Yeah. And then it just progresses and gets super cool. Yeah. And okay. then <clears throat> he's, Tom Hiddleston's done. It's, yeah, he's he's Loki he's up. Then he that's that's crazy. Years because I'm at in season one. The part that I'm at is when they're trying to get. I can't remember the name of the planet. They're trying to get off the planet mm-hmm. to get away from like the uh, apocalypse event that they're hiding in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just that portion's kind of dragged out for a really long time right now. Yeah. Which I know, like, I know the show gets crazy, and like, I got to get a little more into it. It's just. I got to get over that hump because like yeah. it kind of dragged out for a long time. And so I was like, ah. yeah, it like didn't make me want to like come Continue, back to it yeah. super frequently. So I'll, I'll get into it. Yeah. His power is, I didn't realize, I don't know if it's actually this much power that he has, but in the show, like dudes, I mean, crazy. yeah, I mean, he's a Norse God, I believe. Right. Yeah. yeah in their mythology. So, but maybe, I don't know if Loki does this in Norricism. Yeah. Whatever that is. Right. Um, but it's crazy. Dude's crazy. Okay. Yeah. It made me very sad and very upset. Interesting. At the same yeah. Time. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll have to get into it a little yeah, more then. Absolutely. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um we're not talking Marvel or movies today, though. Nope. It's music day. It's music day. Um a super good week for music, to be honest. Like, just a lot of artists that I was really stoked to see dropping, yeah. which is awesome. Um, a couple of albums that we could have focused on, but we wanted to talk about the debut album of Australia's very own, <laughs> The Kid Leroy. Yeah. Um, I I'm I was super intrigued to hear this album because it's like his first proper album. Mm-hmm. He's released like quite a few mixtapes um and obviously like is no stranger to the charts and success and all that kind of stuff but um really like his first true project and i was really curious to see what would come out of it because he's an artist that i love 
a lot of his talent. And mm-hmm. like when he puts out a, a song that is a banger, I really, really like it a lot. Like right. he's one of my favorite artists when he can do that. And yet a lot of times I feel like I'm pretty let down by at least in, in terms of his mixtapes, like a large portion of what he'll yeah. put out on that, that mixtape. So um, going into it, I like had that kind of, I don't want to say, I, I guess just curiosity as to like how it would turn out because mm-hmm. I know he's capable of bangers, but I also know he's capable of very forgettable tracks. And oftentimes it's like not very in yeah. between. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, I, I'm just to preface it all. I'll say that like in general, I was very pleasantly surprised with this project compared to his um, F love mixtape series. Valid. I don't, I don't know how I feel yet. I want to come back to it again. I've, I've listened to it fully twice. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I did enjoy it more the second time around. Okay. But at the same time, I am getting somewhat of the same vibe as F Love. At least this, the later one. Sure. I think it was the third yeah, one. Three. Um, when I say that, it's more like when it comes to forgettable tracks. Yeah. I feel like there's still a good amount yeah, of those. I'll agree with that. In For this sure. album. For sure. But I do feel like there's more songs that I would listen to from this album than the third right. F Love. Right. Um, I think because he put out like in that mixtape series, they kind of combine into each like subsequent album. So he keeps like re-releasing them. Yeah. And by the end of that project, I think there's like, I don't know, somewhere near 30 songs or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know exactly what the number is, but in that entirety of like all those songs, I feel like I got as many out of there as I'll get out of this one. Yeah. So I, like percentage wise, this one's a lot better, but there's yeah. still a lot of forgettable stuff in here. Yeah, I agree. I think out of his last one, um, I probably picked up like maybe three songs. Yeah. And I think, cause like I said, I, I want to listen to it more. Um, but I think I have like two that I really enjoyed. And when I say two, I, I'm not talking about anything that he's released before because there are tracks like um, Where Does Your Spirit Go? And um, there's another one that he already released. Love Again. Love Again. Yeah. I feel like there's one more. Kids but, are growing up or whatever. Yeah. Happens. Like yeah. they're, they're, but aside from that, I have two songs downloaded that I haven't heard before, heard before. Or that he's dropped before. Yeah. So for sure. For sure. Well, I think that that prefaces the album pretty well for me yeah you want to jump into these categories yeah, here let's do it um so let's let's talk album production because this one was i won't say new territory for him because he does a lot of like acoustic stuff yeah. he's he's done that before but it's for sure a, a newer sound it's not the um without you mm-hmm. or uh stay it's not those kinds of banger right. production for the most part that he's put out before um, and, and there's still a lot of elements and aspects of that kind of like more hip hop trap production that he can incorporate. Right. But it doesn't like, like it strays a little bit into a different territory. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'll say it's, it's not like annoying or cheap production, but it's, it's not super memorable for me. It's not like, um, unforgettable production that really stands out. It definitely fades into the background mm-hmm. as opposed to his song concepts and what he's, you know, his vocals and all that kind of stuff. Which yeah. I don't mind his vocals standing out, but he's an artist that I think he could benefit a lot from some super good production. Absolutely. Like if he came with 
great production and then came with his unique vocal abilities as well. I think he put out a really, really memorable project and yeah. and track. Um, that being said, as I'm thinking about it, like it's hard to say, like, just do a collab album with Metro Boomin because it's like, yeah. I don't know if he'd fit yeah. a Metro beat perfect. Like, I think he could do it, but I don't know if that's his style yeah. or if it'd be him on Metro style. You know what I mean? But right. then if you go to the other side of that and say, like, put him with Travis Barker, I don't know if he's fully alternative pop punk either. He's yeah. kind of like in this weird limbo. But I do think like even someone like a, a Lou Bell who Post Malone works with a lot. Yeah. Like if he could get someone like that or I, I'm unfamiliar with a lot of who produce the entirety of uh juice world's projects mm -hmm. but very similar artists to those two guys i think if they could get together and put out something more unique in terms of the production i think it'd be a lot more memorable for me for like a kid Leroy project yeah see when <clears throat> when it comes to production and even just like the kid Leroy in general it's it's crazy because i feel like he could fit a lot of those genres but yeah. not a full project off of one of those producers right but i think it'd be so cool if if he didn't do a collab album with said artist but like collab with a bunch of different producers instead yeah. and gave us tracks like that because yeah. i don't know i feel like not like i don't i don't know artists that do that one like get a whole bunch of different genre producers to help with one album. Right. At least not like big names, right? right? Like it's not like you have half Metro production, half London on the track. Right. Like if you're going to do a big name like that, you usually just work on the whole project. Right. With them. But I, I feel like he'd benefit from that. Not like he wouldn't benefit from doing what he's doing now. Like he's obviously still super young. He's still learning, growing all that. But I just feel like it would help him kind of, decide in the production element where he wants to go yeah if he were to like experiment with a lot of different producers for sure um but for my point i actually am the opposite of you like i feel like i listen to the production more than i did like the lyrics really yeah i don't know why i kind of just like brought me like especially with bleed like that yeah. being the second one i just got immersed with like the production of it like the feeling of it the vibe like yeah and you just kind of let the vocals play you know like yeah. not listening to lyrics but just kind of hearing his voice but yeah i was just surrounded by the production and that's that's not every single track um, yeah i think there's definitely weaker productions than whatever i'm trying to say but for sure there are definitely quite a few where i'm like wow this is like this is really good yeah. yeah he's he's one of the few artists i will say that i feel like can um succeed in a high level with very diverse production style you yeah. have him doing some really cool stuff over piano ballad instrumentals with the juice world tribute track on this on the album or um the trap album or the trap song with yeah. featuring future or like any number of in-betweens or acoustic stuff so i i did rate it pretty highly i gave it a seven out of ten for production because i do think he does a lot that's really cool um i think he could make a very very memorable project yeah. with some of those better instrumentals yeah i definitely like i said he's young i think i do think he has a, a very bright future still ahead of him and I really hope that it comes to be because uh, 
I'm just not blown away by his projects. Yeah. More so his singles. But I, I agree. I also gave production a seven. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, so let's talk vocals because the Kid Leroy is a, a unique vocalist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say that he doesn't have some heavy influence from some other people. Um, obviously, you hear a lot of Post Malone in him. You hear a lot of Juice World in yeah. him being very like good friends of his and collaborators of his that's natural i will say on this project he i feel like he finds a little bit more of his own voice absolutely for sure in this one which is cool um it's it's generally solid i think he explores a lot of cool range with his vocals which i like there's um you know him and more of his rap bag with Mm -hmm. finding some cool flows um as well as hitting those high notes that a lot of artists aren't going to do on like what you'd call a a hip-hop album i don't know that i'd call this a hip-hop album but you get the idea um and i i will say that i think one area that i i wish he would improve a little bit on uh and this is just being nitpicky is i feel like his flows are pretty generic when he does go into his rap bag Mm -hmm. and i don't really necessarily think of him just like as a straight rapper or like a lyrical rapper it's not i don't really expect him to come out as nas or kendrick or j cole or anything like that but i think that's something that could give him a lot more versatility when he's already so successful at it if he could find some of that unique territory that's more um explorative that isn't just like you know pretty generic for his flows i think that'd be really cool for him to do yeah i think he's in that area of like being a quote-unquote rapper if you even want to say that yeah uh he's like a lesser post malone because like post malone's like not a rapper like yeah but has the versatility to do to do and can pull out a melodic flow if he were if he wanted to and sure. has shown it frequently, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if the kid Leroy just kind of like keeps playing with it, like keep going, he could find his own little melodic rap flow. Or yeah. If he doesn't want it to be melodic, like spit a little bit or whatever it may be. I yeah. just, I'm glad he at least did play it around with it. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I will say I really enjoyed, um, there was some unique stuff that he did with like, for example, love again, mm-hmm. one of the singles on the album as he's going through the chorus, it's a pretty generic chorus. Like, can we find love again? Is this yeah. time the end? Like it's, you know, if you're looking at it, it's not like mind blowing, you know, things, but he hits these really cool scales yeah. as he's going down the word. And I think that's something that he's really good at. And it's, it's really cool to, uh, see that kind of stuff adds a lot of replay value to these songs for me because like anybody well not anybody but a lot of people could come in and just be like hitting a high note and say like can we find love again and like drag that out right but like hitting those scales adds yeah. like an element and layer to that vocal performance that i think is really cool yeah that's actually one of my favorite probably songs off the album yeah just because of the ability he has to like you're saying scale down for sure. An entire course. Like that's, yeah, that's a very difficult thing to do, but he does it very, very well. Like, yeah. And it sounds so smooth. Yeah. It's something that you don't even like consciously like, wow, that's a lot of effort for him. It's like, he just hits it. And then you're like, whoa, yeah. he just like switched an entire octave in one word. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's phenomenal. Like, especially cause how old is this dude? He's young. He's like he's 19, in, something like that. He's not even in his forties yet. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, boy. Um, he is he's 20 20 yeah 
He was August seventeenth, oh three. Okay, but even then, that's that's He's something young. not even like professionals do. He is a professional, but like a lot of other people with a lot more experience. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of people can't do that. That's a very difficult thing to do. Right. So it's yeah, huge shout out for that for sure. Um, I I do think sometimes his raspy emotional sound that he does, which is is pretty unique. I think it gets a little overused sometimes and mm-hmm. it kind of just like lands dead on my ears after a while yeah. um he's very good at it um but i think like a lot of times he just overuses it a little bit too much mm-hmm. and i feel like that's more of like a powerful accent tool that he could use to make songs really powerful at certain yeah. moments but there's a lot of like times where a chorus just hits that over and over and over again yeah um, again, that's kind of me being nitpicky because I right. do really enjoy the vocal performance on the album. So I gave it a seven and a half out of 10. Yeah. See, once again, I'm, I'm opposite of you. I like, I don't know. It, it hits me whenever he does that, like yeah. a straight shot to the heart. Like it, it hits me <laughs> hard. Um, but I, I I get where you are coming from. If If it was a whole album or even like four tracks in a row, like where he's using that, yeah. I would definitely like be like, okay, like. Let's let's reel it in. Let's, let's right. pop down. Let's and try I, something else. And I don't know if it's just because I've heard him do it so much and do it yeah. so well that it's like, this isn't new. It's not really like better than what you've done before. Yeah. I mean, if I'm looking at the last two songs, not on this project from him that I've heard him on, he did a song on the Barbie soundtrack forever and again, which mm. I actually think he sounds really good on, um, as well as he's featured on Trippy Red's last project, not this most mm. recent one, but um, on both of those, he does that like very, very hardcore. Mm-hmm. And those are both tracks I enjoy. Like, it's really cool to hear him do it on those ones. And yeah. so when it comes on a track on here and it's like not as well done, I don't know if it's just that like I've heard him do it and do it really well. So it's like kind of forgettable in comparison. But right. yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I gave it an eight. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I really liked the, the vocals on this one. Um, I did talk about the lyrics a little bit on here on at least on the course love again. Uh, and I mentioned like, I don't expect him to be like a Nas or uh, like J Cole when it comes to to his writing ability. Um, I mean, they're pretty vulnerable, relatable, honest lyrics. It reminds me a lot of like beer bunks and Bentley's from post Malone. Mm-hmm. Like there's some cheesy moments, but they're not like bad moments, like cringy. Right. It's just kind of like tongue in cheek a little bit. Um, but it's it's not really like trying to be anything too special, which I respect. Like he he knows that he's not an Eminem or or a Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not coming in trying to make these super hardcore word plays that fall flat because they're really bad. Yeah, he just kind of knows where he needs to be and and stays in there. Um, but that being said, kind of like beer bongs and Bentleys, they're very generic tracks that everybody could relate to when it comes yeah. to like a breakup song or or whatever. Um, I I do think there's a lot of redemptive qualities. I think uh, where does your spirit go? is really well written from a very emotional place yeah um one of the lines that's been stuck in my head since listening through this album again i know this was a single but um is when he is saying like numb today but tomorrow i'll feel it yeah and like i think that's such an interesting thing like he's obviously coming from a very emotional place as it is and so that kind of shows you like the heartbreak level yeah like i, I think that's a very difficult thing to do is express the severity of something when you're just in a song like that. And so I, I do think vulnerable wordplay and and lyrics like that are are pretty cool. Um again, he's not really a lyrical rapper. I was I was yeah. pretty harsh on the score, I'll be honest, but yeah. 
I don't think it's terrible. I just don't think there's anything too memorable. I think a lot of the breakup tracks are pretty generic, which is which yeah. is why I gave it a lower score. Yeah, that's fair. Um, this is a, another reason why I have to go back and listen to it because yeah. I need to actually pay attention to the lyrics or try to because <clears throat> everything else like I was very pleased with. So I don't know if like I purposefully or accidentally tuned out what he was actually saying. Yeah. Um, but even then, I feel like if it was that memorable, I would sure, yeah, definitely hear the lyrics, definitely like where'd your spirit go or where does your spirit go? Mm-hmm. Um, or even uh, love again, like yeah, I know the chorus, sure. Um, or bleed is another example, but I don't know, I just. I didn't pay attention to it at all, really. Yeah. Um, so I gave it a lower score just because I didn't really pay attention. But... Yeah, for sure. I, I think the fact that some of the tracks just, even when, like, obviously I, I mentioned the breakup tracks already, yeah. but another big theme on the album, and we'll get into the concept here in a second, but he talks a lot about the pitfalls of fame and like the effect that fame's had on him. And while I think it's all true and very honest that he's being open about, it's all pretty generic ways of saying what he's feeling yeah. and what other artists have already said. And so I think yeah. a lot of of that um, gives it a low score. But again, it's not without its redemptive qualities, Absolutely. like a track, like Where Does Your Spirit Go, where he's obviously coming from a very heartfelt place. Yeah. Um, so I gave it a five out of 10. Yeah, I, I gave it a six, um, mainly because of how strong where does your spirit go it's yeah it's, like, it's for sure i i for sure think it's the best pen track on the album yeah i i would agree which sucks because i i hate making singles like the best song out of like <laughs> like i hate sure thinking that especially because this one came out a while ago yeah it's it's been in the works for, but, for quite some time but it really is. It's, yeah. it's the best song. And, and it's understandable why yeah. then he would he would choose to make it a single, yeah. realizing that his uh his pen really showed out on there. Yeah. But let's let's continue into the concept here, which we've we've meant or which we've talked about a little bit. Yeah. Um and, and I'll I'll repeat kind of what I've already said. It's it's a very relatable breakup mm-hmm. album and and I mean like we're not very famous people, but the statements that he's making are very relatable to fame. I feel like, um, based on what other people talk about in their music. Yeah. Um, but that's a little bit of the pitfall of this album is it's, it's very relatable. And as such, it's already been said very many times by other yeah. artists. Yeah. I, I'll just piggyback. Yeah. Uh, it, it's nothing new that I've really heard. Like, yeah. When it comes to what the song is about, or what the album is trying to tell or it's it's all been said before which it's a hard thing when you talk about like love or breakups or relationships or feeling down there's a lot of subjects that are so hard to do because everyone talks about it right because it's so relatable so it sucks because he's basically just getting the short end of the sick yeah for sure they're good songs they're like solid lyrics for sure if you were to do it you know when you weren't born like 20 years ago you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah then it'd be like crazy good yeah but it, it just the time period that we are in the artist that we've had before him it it just sucks like it's yeah yeah and yeah. and in my mind like and and to be honest i didn't really even think of this comparison all that much before 
we've sat down here to re- to record this mm-hmm. episode but um the more i'm thinking about it like it it really does it's very reminiscent reminiscent stylistically and concept wise of beer bongs and bentleys to me from post malone they're talking a lot about reaching a peak level of fame and the heartbreak of of relationships and all of that mm-hmm. um interspersed with some other you know personal anecdotes and things like that but um if you look at like even just the two like radio hits what we might call on this album or on these albums with better now from post malone and mm-hmm. and love again it's like to me better now stands out as a much more memorable track because yeah. of what he said when it came out and again not in and of itself a very original concept like people have talked about all kinds of things in that breakup song but because the kid Leroy is coming at the long at a long line of people that have already run and rerun this this uh concept over and over again he does kind of get the short end of the stick um but but that's not to say it's like a terrible concept or it's like that he shouldn't write a breakup album just because it's relatable um but yeah i would have liked to see him explore some more original territory like i I will say the um the interludes where where people are being interviewed about their their breakups and stuff although those are a little generic too and like the answers that people give right it's a cool concept to to incorporate it's different like i haven't to go interview other people and like just share their mind. Yeah. Definitely a different little Avenue. So like respectable. Right. So (laughs) I I will say I enjoy that. Um, I gave this one a five as well because I don't think it's bad. I just think it's been done better by other artists. I gave it a five as well. Like, I think, I think if you would have replaced this album with beer bongs and Bentley's, like, I don't think you'd do as good as beer bongs and Bentley's because there's way too many classics. on. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of hits. I feel like, I would enjoy a lot of these songs a lot more immediately. Yeah. I I will say that if, if this album just came out, like if this was the first breakup album I heard, then I'd be like, this is really cool. Like I love the concept, super relatable. The fact that I like hear a lot of artists do this is, you know, makes it hard, but um, let's move into these features because I was very disappointed with this this feature. Uh, even just the feature list when yeah. i saw the the track list before the album came out yeah um i i will say that it, it what what's the word i'm looking for here um it certainly left a lot to be desired i'll say that yeah like it's it's upsetting because so i i get like a lot of these celebrities and artists are cool with like one another like yeah are very easily able to get in contact with sure. I get it. And I get that you kind of want to do your own thing. Like, yeah, it's yours. Yeah. But when you're friends with post Malone, Justin Bieber, you know, you've done sure. so much work with, sure. with juice world. I think that's the one that actually upset me is that he, there wasn't like even just like a small thing from juice. Yeah. I, I would have liked that a lot. Even um, even as like, because I believe there's an interlude right after Where Does Your Spirit Go? Mm-hmm. The I mean, like they must have conversation on conversation and maybe it's too personal for him to like put that right. out there. But like right. it would have been nice to have like something to like just show how personal that connection is. Right. With him. Yeah. I don't know. There's just there's so many artists and people that he could have chose to help out. And those I don't know who's on this album. Like, I don't, I, I mean, I, I've got I a just, list here, well, yeah, but like, I mean, he's, he's collaborated with like Polo G mm-hmm. he's uh, collaborated with Post Malone. Like you've said, 
Uh, he's even got songs with with Miley Cyrus, uh, Fabio Foreign, like drill artist. Um, I, I I do think there's just so much more that could have been explored. He's got a track that he's on with Black Bear. Um, like like you're saying, it, it's understandable. Like I get him and NBA Youngboy are, are friends. Like they've been on a couple songs of of each other's yeah. for a while now. But I just I think like the NBA Youngboy feature was so weak on this this album. It, it and in actuality, like the first portion of that song, even the chorus of that song, I don't really mind yeah. from the Kid Leroy. I don't think it's the best on the album, but um, the Youngboy feature just doesn't fit to me on that album. Central right. C is another one that I think Central C has some pretty good lyrical talent, but delivers a pretty weak feature where he's talking about like making sure his girl brings antidepressants so she doesn't ruin their vacation. Yeah. Like it's, it's just some weird cringy kind of stuff and not that there's anything wrong with like taking your meds if you have mental health, but it's just like so weird to like right. throw that out there in the middle of a, a feature. I will say, I don't, I didn't mind. I believe, is it Jung Cook who's uh, from uh, yeah, uh, he, is he on this out? Yeah. On that song. song. Yeah. That, I couldn't, I couldn't remember. Too, yeah uh who it was but i don't mind that feature too much um the future feature is okay to me um and and baby drill and i believe you say pronounce it david i would assume so um they were okay they're they're kind of like take it or leave it for me i don't feel like they add all that much to the songs they're on yeah um but even future i felt like was pretty forgettable although he didn't like do a bad job on it um I just I definitely think there's a lot of artists that could have added a lot to this album in terms of its replay value, in terms of and even depth. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah. There's like so all of those songs when they first played, I I didn't know about any of the features or yeah. when they came up or whatever. I just kind of put my phone down and listened. Sure. And a lot of the songs where there were features, I would. I started getting hyped. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is this is a solid song. And then the feature would come on and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. You're like, like this is this is downhill terrible. immediately. Yeah. <clears throat> the second time I listened through the uh Jungkook feature, I was actually more pleased with it the second time Agreed. around. I was Agreed. like, okay, like this is honestly not that bad. Like, yeah. <clears throat> it's a very unique voice, not one that I am used to listening whatsoever. Sure. Um, but but it was cool. It, it yeah. was cool. So yeah, I think I do think Jungkook and uh, Future were the the best features. Um, but I think there was just so much left on the table with yeah. with him. I don't, and I know you don't need Justin Bieber on the album to make like another stay. Um, I get if he feels like he's ran run through all of the material that he wants to do with juice world for whatever reason but i i just think there's so much there's so many avenues that he has that he didn't explore on this right. one and and on that same thought I, I do understand that a lot of this is a personal album for him right and and so i don't necessarily think every song needs to have a feature i think where does your spirit go is a perfect solo song for him to do yeah i think even okay. love again is a perfect solo song but um when it's a, a fairly generic album in terms of what you're saying i don't think it's bad to add a lot of artists that have you know yeah like talent to say on this and and even like you know 
if we're talking like generic features, just because I'm thinking generic thoughts right now, like a Chris Brown or a, a Jack Harlow would sound cool with him. Yeah. Like there's just so many artists that I think would be really willing to work with him and, and likely know him or, you know, I, I just think there's, there's definitely a lot to, to be left on the table here, which yeah. is, is pretty disappointing. I gave it a three out of 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a five, <clears throat> which I don't know. I feel like you have to really piss me off to get anything lower <laughs> than a five. And if, it, if it's tolerable, it's a five. Yeah, because yeah. it's like uh, they're not instant skips. It's not like what sure. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like terrible. Yeah, no, it's just like okay. Yeah, kind of. I guess could care less for right. it. Sure. Like even but, even the young boy feature, which I hated on pretty harshly so far, like. He doesn't start off all that bad. It's kind of midway through yeah. his verse when he gets into his his higher vocal pitch that it it really annoys me. But yeah, um, it, it just sucks because it's like we don't get Kid Leroy often. Like it's not like he it's drops been yeah, it's been like three four years. Yeah, and honestly, the best singles he's put out in between then didn't even make the album. Right. So, so it's, it's yeah, it just sucks because you know he's probably already worked with a ton of different artists within that time. Right, and right. so like, when are we going to get yeah, those? Or like, honestly, why do you think, put it on the album? Or... Yeah, honestly. And like, even he's he's got a song with MGK off of the F Love yeah. um, song. And both of them kind of do that pop rap uh, alternative stuff in a pretty fun way. I, I think, you know, not necessarily to get him again, but like a Black Bear or an Ian Dior or a yeah. 24K Golden or, you know, um Jaden Hostler. I think any of these artists could have done something really cool with him. Yeah. Um so that was a little disappointing. Agreed. But let's uh let's get into our last subject here, the replay value. Um there's definitely a few songs that I'll I'll come back to yeah. on here, even non-singles. Like I think I'll, you know, enjoy Where Does Your Spirit Go? Um Love Again, just like I have since they came out. But right. um I'm I'm blanking on a couple of of the names right now, but uh, like bleeds one that I think I'll for sure come back to and I'll enjoy quite a yeah. bit. Um, I thought that I needed you is a, is a fun one. I even enjoy sorry a fair amount. Mm -hmm. like, like, there's definitely quite a few that I'll come back to. Um, he's for sure a catchy uh, or, or a master of this catchy pop rap yeah. stuff that he does. Um, and he executes that pretty largely. Uh, but like, like we've said, a, a lot of the albums still pretty forgettable and yeah. songs that I won't come back to all that much. Yeah. There's a, well, I'll say it again, like, because I have to listen through again. Um, I only downloaded two that came strictly from this album, which were bleed and, uh, where do you sleep? I thought that one was really yeah, cool. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> um, but I know there were definitely some that. I enjoyed their sound a lot. So that's why I have to go back and listen. But yeah, there's there's more forgettable than there are uh with replay value. And so for sure. I definitely rate it pretty low. But okay. but like the, the ones that have replay value to me have a lot of replay value. Yeah. Like I, I would, would listen there. to a lot. Like yeah. where we say that a lot, but where did your spirit go? Like, or even love I, again, I think yeah, it's like, like both, yeah, both of those songs I've listened to. I wouldn't be surprised if they were in like, at least, uh, where does your spirit go? I wouldn't be surprised if that was in like my top five most listened this year. Like, really? Yeah. So yeah, 
and I, I, I think I think down. you know just that, that it's such a relatable song. I like I've seen a lot of reviewers rate that song pretty harshly because they're like, oh, it's kind of annoying. But I, I really do get invested in the emotional aspect of the song, which I think is the driver for for that one. But yeah. it's not like you're gonna listen to that song like in the know, club. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, I just for sure. It just seems like whenever it comes on for me, like shuffle wise, I'm just in like a cool state where it's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything crazy. Like, yeah, it's I'm just, down. you're, you're down to be a little introspective for yeah. a minute. Um, I, I will say I was pretty disappointed that there was some songs that I assumed were going to be singles from this album that didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a thousand miles is his best track that he's ever put out. Really? Um, I, I love that one a lot. I really was hoping that was going to be the lead single and find mm-hmm. a place on this album. Um, can't go back to the way it was uh which says like in parentheses on that single it says intro and so a lot of people including me were like oh this is the intro to the album yeah and i was like that's super sick it was a song i really enjoyed a lot he clarified and said this is an intro to the new kid Leroy. like i'm not going back oh, to the way it was this is the, the intro to my new era of music that's pretty cool which is cool yeah. um i really but i really enjoyed the song so i was hoping it would make the album um I guess it's love is, is another one that I enjoyed a fair amount yeah. that I wish was on this one. But I, I so I, I do think he left like a little bit to be desired. Like, I think there's some forgettable tracks that could have been swapped out for some of those yeah. that I appreciated. See, at, at the same time, like <clears throat> I'm there are times where I'm glad that artists don't or like decide I'm not putting this one on the album. But like, at least we have it. Oh, for sure. Because it's like, what if I mean, it didn't happen, but. Let's say like bleed didn't make it, and instead it was one of those three tracks. I'd yeah. be kind of like upset, like well, yeah, no, I wouldn't because I, I wouldn't know. But you now that we have both, it's it's right. nice to have both. I like yeah, yeah. I, at I'm least very glad that I for have, sure have for sure. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I, I gave the replay value a six and a half because, like you're saying, the tracks that I do enjoy, I enjoy a lot. Yeah. Um, they're very playable, which is always a big thing for me. Like, if I can play it in more than one situation in my life, that always adds to the replay value for me. Yeah. Um, but there is a fair amount of, of forgettable stuff on here. Yeah. I gave it a six. Um, it could go up if I were to listen a couple more times, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mine came out to a total of 6.1 out of 10. I'd probably give it a 6.5, honestly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty close. Mine, mine came out to um, five and three quarters, 5.75. Um, which I, I mean, I was very harsh on the, uh, features, <laughs> yeah. which, which is definitely what lowered it. Um, so that being said, it's, it's probably close to, to a six or six and a half for me. Yeah. Um, if it ages well, I could even say like a seven, but I believe I gave Sampha right in that range. And I don't think album wise, this is the same quality, even though this has a lot more replay value for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what what do you what do you have for the best, worst, and most underrated prod or song on this project? So I think, um, I'm not gonna. Even though it is, I'm not gonna say that. Where does your spirit go? Is the best one because mm-hmm. I feel like that's it's known. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna say bleed. Um, also because I feel like uh love again is gets it gets the love it deserves yeah yeah um but i definitely think yeah the best one is bleed um i think the worst one was uh it's one of the i think it's what's the move i hated what's the move 
with featuring <laughs> Baby Drill. It was just and the yeah. beat was cool. Killeroy's part was cool, but like I was not a fan of it. Like, yeah. Um, and then underrated, I'm probably gonna say, um, where do you sleep? Mm. Oh, it has a star by it though. Oh well, this will be my only time where it's. <laughs> <laughs> not following it's way. it's it's getting some love but for sure probably not as much as his biggest work so yeah. we can at least say underrated in his discography <laughs> yeah i'm oh, man i should have paid a little bit more attention for that one but oh well <laughs> that's that's what i'll say yeah i mean i i do think the best track is love again um if if i were to stray away from that i would say uh i I can't remember the full name. It's a long title. I thought that I needed you. I think is really good as well. Is that the the second to last one? Third to last one? I think it's pretty. I'm not remembering where it falls in the track list. It's it's the third song. I knew it was towards the top. Mm. Um, it's right before "Where Do You Sleep." Um, yeah. Anyways, I I enjoy that one quite a bit. Um, it does have a star, which is why I wouldn't like put it in my yeah underrated tracks. Um, I really think NBA Young Boy ruined the this album. Um, so Call Me Instead is for sure the worst song. Um, I honestly like, and people can call me a hater, and and that's totally fine with me because I will stand by it. Like I really just don't like NBA Young Boy's music. Yeah, I've heard a couple of, of features and moments where I really do yeah, like no, him absolutely. a lot. Like on the Joiner single that he was on, I really enjoyed him. Yeah. Um, but I, I and even just you know taking him out of the equation it's a pretty generic kid Leroy song like the the choruses and all that original or impressive and the the production's pretty like straightforward it's not bad but yeah anyway so I, I'll, I'll keep that as my worst um Valid. and if i'm talking most underrated this was a single too but um the single and the album version are not getting the love they deserve i don't think um and that's kids are growing up mm-hmm. i think it's a really cool um I don't I don't know what to, exactly what to call it. It reminds me a lot of like um, on Kanye's albums or on, you know, there's a couple of hip hop albums like this where they'll get on and, and at the end of the song, they'll like just spoken word, tell a story of like making the album or, or yeah. of their journey to where they are and like shout out a lot of people. And I love that he kind of takes that concept of like sharing his experience and his journey of going through life and fame and getting to where he is now. And kind of just all the reconciliations that he's had to make with like balancing life and fame and, and, you know, being there for people in your life while still having to look out for yourself and focus on yourself. I love that he incorporated all of that just into a great track at the end of the album. I think it's a really good storytelling moment for him that he doesn't have a lot of in his discography. So, yeah, um, I will say, I understand why it's not like exceptionally popular because it's not like a you know radio track that you're going to come on in here but i do think it's a cool storytelling moment that is a little foreign for him as an artist valid well cool that's the kid Leroy, man Um, his first album i'd say it's his best album so far (laughs) i would hope so yeah Uh, but but in all seriousness like i enjoyed this better than than each iteration of the the f love mixtapes so that's um, fair I don't think this is going to make like a, a top album list of the year for me, but it's, it's going to give me some songs that I enjoy and come yeah. back to. So I, I'm, I'm grateful for it. I'm hopeful that he can continue to grow. Cause like we've talked about when he comes out with something exceptional, it's exceptional. Yeah. I don't care how like 
radio TikTok, you know, played it is. It's it's great. Yeah. Like it's great music. So yeah. Um I, I'm I'm hopeful that he continues to develop and grow and find more of his own voice because there's a lot of moments where he kind of still mirrors a lot of his uh his influences on this project. Yeah. So it'll be cool to hear him find his own sound a little bit more. But yeah, I'm excited to see what he has in store. So all right. Cool. Cheers. Like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. I don't even know. Can you like and comment on podcasts that aren't on YouTube? Uh, Find a way. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I appreciate all the listeners that, that put up with me and my uh, my shenanigans of roasting Somebody NBA Youngboy. For the same exact thing. For not knowing when Scream came out. Yeah. I mean, they're all old scary movies that are before my time. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. That one was on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But cheers.